0: Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. The birth of a nation. The birthday of a nation. That's my topic. You know, as many years ago, America was born. It was a struggle. It didn't come easy. And it came at the cost of a lot of lives. A lot of people put their life on the line. A lot of people were willing to do so. So that we, today, could experience a freedom and a liberty and a, a justice, a lifestyle that has never been seen in history before and since. You know, it's important for us to recognize, to recognize the fact that we are a nation that came about through the blood, sweat and tears of many people and put their lives on the line for us. We appreciate that. And we've just now celebrated a time to reflect and to remember the cost and the price and the freedom that was gained and the lifestyle that we've been able to live since then. But you know, when something is born and something comes to be, you have to defend it. You have to protect it. You have to grow it. You have to help it mature. You have to foster it. You have to do things that bring it into full life, from a very simple beginning, just like a child. And we've done that. And throughout history, there have been numerous events, numerous times when we as America, we as Americans, have had to go and defend the very thing we created, our freedom, our liberty, our country. You know, World War I is certainly one example. World War II is certainly one example of that. Civil War was certainly one example of that, to bring together a nation so we can be one rather than divided. You know, over the years, many people have paid a price. Many people have been willing to pay a price so that we today, even though we don't know much about World War I, even though we don't know much about the Civil War, even though we don't know much about World War II, and so on, we certainly enjoy the benefits that came to us as a result that somebody as a result of somebody wanting to go and defend us, protect us, and help us grow and mature as a country. Just recently I returned from France. I was there for about ten days to view the sights and the sounds and the feelings of World War One, celebrating one hundred years of World War One coming to a conclusion. 1918. And while there, we also looked at the sights and sounds and the feelings associated with World War II, 1941-1944. Now, many people of us today do not know much about that. We were born after those dates and probably haven't studied much of it since high school. But World War I and World War II were profound events, changed the world change the way the world functions, change the world the way the world relates to each other, change the dynamics, change the geography. The entire world changed as a result of those two wars. They were life-changing. And we have to kind of recognize the profound power that those two wars have had in the life of all of us, not just Americans, but around the world, People have benefited from the outcome of those two wars. Were they necessary? Probably never can answer that question. They certainly were held. We certainly won. And we certainly prevailed. And we certainly gained you know, from it. But it came at a great cost. In one battle alone, 96% of our young boys that entered into that battle never came out of it alive. You know, many, many battles where thousands of young boys were killed within a matter of an hour. It was a profound war. It was a deadly war, both of them actually. And we have to pay tribute to what those wars were and what they mean to us. In that trip to France, there were about 12 high school students, homeschoolers, And there were two that stood out because they were poets. They tried to take what they saw, what they felt, what they experienced in the course of ten days, and put it into poetry. Tell the story through poetry. And they did a marvelous job putting their story into poetry. Some of you have probably done that in other ways in your life. But I want to share with you the poetry of two of these young people. William Moore from Canada, the Toronto area. He had a profound experience as he walked the cemeteries and he walked the graveyards of both the Americans and the English and the Germans and other countries of the world that were involved in the war as he walked the From one end of the cemetery to another, I saw him. I watched him walk and stop at graves and just reflect and to think. We have another artist, poet, Kylie. Kylie Frank. Kylie also walked the length and the width of cemeteries. I watched her. I saw her stop and pause and reflect. And no doubt when she stopped and reflected, poetry started to kind of well up within her. And she was able to put her thoughts and feelings into two pieces of poetry. So I'd like to read these pieces of poetry for you. First, we'll take a look at William Moore. He titles his poetry, Seas of Red. It was red blood, actually, in the oceans and the seas around Normandy. He says... through blood-swept lands and seas of red, where the angels fear to tread. Across the sea to the mountainside, to the place where so many died, one hundred years so long ago, a hundred places to fight the foe, countless men then standing firm while those at home for them yearn fighting for freedom against cruel tyranny. More heroes fought in Normandy. Never forget or let it slip away. The province of those historic days. Some men returned, yet those who did had only done as they were bid. The rest now lie in Norman's field. Their souls to their maker did they yield. And as I walk through the rows of crosses, step through the poppies and tread on the mosses, I always remember, and with bowed head, the courage of the honored dead. That's William Moore, 16 years of age. Profound thinking as he reflected on the death of so many people of his age. You have to remember, those that fought in those wars were about 16 to 20 years of age, primarily. It was his age range, so it had a profound effect on him. Kylie Frank, another young lady, 16 years of age. She writes this, and entitles it, Beneath That Cross, as she walked that cemetery, and all those rows of crosses, hundreds and thousands and thousands of crosses and bodies, lay in those graves here's what she said so many lives so many men silenced forever brought to an end families torn by the damage of war affected by those who breathe no more young lads fighting for their country some left only with gravestones empty honor they were promised so what did they get? Frozen, wounded, thrown in a pit. Now merely names carved on marble, filling a grave site where the birds marble wobble. Flowers bloom and trees grow, not giving a hint of the conditions years ago. The one, this one was 17, and lied to sign up. With an explosion, the site was blown up. Bleeding and suffering, he could not move. With no one to hear him, he knew he would lose. One last desperate cry and thought of his home. Then breathed his last and died all alone. Now his body lies there as you walk past. The legacy of his personal sacrifices won't last. May your heart be stirred as you stroll along, and think of to whom that cross might belong. You know, Cotty went on and tried to put her thoughts into another piece of poetry. As she builds on her emotions and just feel some of the things that she felt at the time and the thoughts that she has as she walks through those cemeteries and reflected on young men her age who gave their life in those battles. Here's what she said with the title of the poem, Remember. Remember the Germans who lost loved ones too. Everyday families like you and me they had different values for which they fought up in the fury and hatred of war that were they were caught hundreds and so, hundreds husbands and sons uncles and fathers never to return again to wives and daughters not many were hungry and eager for war simply serving their country as they had sworn. They picked up their guns and walked into battle. Many were killed and the rest left rattled. Watching comrades surrounded in distress, mangled bodies in a nightmare mess. The horrors of fighting affected both sides. Axes and allies with grief in their strides hearts heavy with sorrow and filled with loss. Remember this when you walk past each cross. So there you are. That's the thinking of two young people. That's the feelings of two young people. That's the emotional reflection of two young people. It puts, it in, uh, it puts feelings into words. That's what poetry does. It puts a song in the heart. It puts a memory in the brain that will always be there for the rest of life. The poet always gains more than those that hear it. But listen again, and listen again, and listen again. You'll feel the pain, you'll feel the anguish, you'll feel the hurt, you'll feel the cry of death, you'll feel the sting of death as you reflect on what these two young people have shared with us well thanks for joining me on the podcast today and um, certainly would welcome you to return again and looking forward to having you in the audience once again in the near future okay bye for now